Tune in every Wednesday at approximately 6.35 p.m. for Leadership Unlearned with your host, Maxine Atong, as she invites you to suspend all that you believe and know about leadership. We challenge you to take this unlearning journey with us as we reframe leadership for our reality and to serve our vision as Caribbean people. For more information, follow Maxine Atong on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Maxine Atong or call 724-7642. Welcome to Leadership Unlearned. In this program, we invite you, the listener, to examine and discuss leadership as it occurs in three levels of systems. One, the self. Two, teams that you may lead. And three, organizations. When I talk about leadership, I am not only talking about a role or a position that you may hold in an organization. I am also referring to your role within your family, your community, or even in your church. I am embracing leadership in all of its forms and wherever it may be found. I am Maxine Atong. I am a Gestalt trained certified professional facilitator, a PCC level executive coach, and an organizational development specialist. I leverage my 20 plus years of organizational excellence as a certified management accountant to help leaders achieve their strategic objectives. Last week's show was geared to young adults and we answered the question, can you be a leader without experience? And the answer to that was very much yes. If you missed that episode, you can check it out on the podcast, Leadership Unlearned. Last week was Mental Health Week, and this week I thought that I should offer a perspective on the mental health challenges that we are facing in 2020. 2020 has been difficult, and that may be an understatement, and we are seeing the trail of events that confirm for us that 2020 has been difficult. There has been job loss. Of course, there has been coronavirus. The economy is at a standstill and people are wondering what's next. We have seen people who we know get ill. We have seen our neighbors lose their jobs or at the very least taken severe job cuts. And all of us are wondering what's next. In this state of anxiety, we need to be concerned about our mental health. So let me make some clarifications and distinctions. I am not talking from a psychiatric point of view, that is different. I'm talking about the effects of anxiety, not dealing with the effects of anxiety, leading to stress, not dealing with the effects of stress, leading to chronic stress, not dealing with the effects of chronic stress that lead it to burnout. And of course, there are many reasons why this is happening and many reasons why most of us are being affected this way because of what's happening in our entire world system, i.e. coronavirus. I know that the upcoming U.S. elections is also part of mentally stressing a lot of people out and, of course, our concerns about our economic future. Why in 2020 is there a focus on mental health? Let's go back to the very beginning. Most of us know what it's like to have academic health. 
we know how to read or write if not most of us are numerate so we know that our academic life for those of us who are that way inclined it is about developing skills developing competencies and being able to navigate this world especially the world of work we also pay attention to our physical health. We know that to live good lives, we have to be in a particular physical condition to enjoy life. We haven't really paid a lot of attention to our emotional health, and therefore we haven't paid a lot of attention to our mental health. So when I'm talking about emotional health, do you know how you feel every minute of every day? You know, it's very difficult for us to sometimes describe how we're feeling at any particular point in time. So some of us laugh a lot, you know, if there's something sad, we laugh, something funny, we laugh, if we're angry, we laugh, because that has been the range of our emotional response, because we have not learned how to deal with things emotionally, and therefore that of and in itself puts stress on us mentally. So I wanna deal with one reference point in 2020 as it refers to what has been going on with a lot of us during this time of corona during this time of corona a lot of us have lost things we have lost income some of us unfortunately have lost loved ones some of us have lost our way of life some of us have lost the things that we consider distractions going to the gym meeting friends the things that help us cope with life and so whenever we lose something, we begin to grieve. Have you thought about it? Do you consider yourself being in a state of grief? The literature suggests that there are five stages of grief. The five stages are one, denial, two, anger, three, bargaining, four, depression, and five, acceptance. What stage do you think that you're in right now as it relates to all that is happening? So I'm gonna share with you how these five stages work. So let's say at the beginning of March, when coronavirus was just a thought and it was creeping towards the Caribbean, I was in a state of denial. I was like, you know, yeah, coronavirus, but nothing really ever reaches the Caribbean. It's not gonna happen here. And even as it was happening, I was still in a state of denial. Well, maybe it's because they want to do 5G that is happening. Maybe we should stop that. You know, maybe there's a whole conspiracy around it. Maybe it's not real. So I was in a state of not accepting that Corona was here with us. And of course, as I began to lose my way of life, I became angry. It was like, what is happening here? Why do I have to stay home? Why is the government trying to control my way of life? And that's the natural response. And then it came to bargaining. Realizing that Corona was here, realizing that I didn't have control of it, I began to bargain. Well, maybe if I wear a mask and keep washing my hands, maybe it will go away. Maybe if we all did that, maybe it will go away. And of course, knowing on the back of my head that even that wouldn't work because how do you negotiate with a disease? After a while, I became quite sad and moved on to depression. Depression because, hey, you know what? It finally began to dawn on me that this thing would not go away. It finally began to dawn on me that regardless of how much I washed my hands, it was not going anywhere, that I have to find a way to live with this virus. And finally, I am now in a state of acceptance. 
haven't gone through all of it. I am in a state of acceptance that this is in the system, coronavirus is here, we can't travel, we have to physically distance, and I just need to follow it to keep myself safe and healthy. So tell me, what stage are you at? Did you go through any of these stages? What was your experience like with the five stages of grief? The trick about the five stages of grief is that very often we don't go through them in a linear fashion. So for example, you may be in a state of acceptance. I've accepted that Corona is here, I just need to keep safe. But ever so often, you may get angry. It'll sort of like, my, it's Friday. Usually I go and kickball with my friends and I can't. Oh, this coronavirus. Or it may be that even though you're in a state of acceptance, sometimes you get a little bit down. You just feel like, you know, I don't want to try and exercise and do push-ups at home. No, I want to go to the gym and the gym is closed. And so we keep moving around in these areas, the five stages of grief. But knowledge is power and knowing how we feel and knowing that this is normal, it actually relieves a lot of stress that we put on ourselves for feeling this way. So it's okay to be angry. It's okay to bargain. It's okay to be depressed. It's wonderful to be in acceptance and it's okay to deny. So the question is for us at the workplace, recognizing that this is what is happening in our system and that people are stressed out because they don't understand these emotions and they don't know how to deal with it. So how do we as leaders, how do we support people in our organizations as they go through these five stages of grief that are very real and that are happening to all of us. So after the break, I will share some remedies. Joanne, I have to go in the bank to pay some bills. Mom, remember we're going to sign you up for Republic Online and Republic Mobile. But, but don't I still need to go to the bank to sign up? <laughs> no, Mom. Republic Bank made it even easier for us to sign up. Just visit republicteach.com, click the Republic Online sign-up banner, follow the instructions, and you're good to go. No need to visit the bank when you can use Republic Online and Republic Mobile. Pay bills, transfer funds to any local bank or to any Republic Bank account. Check balances and more anywhere at any time. Take advantage of Republic's convenient sign-up process and do your banking from home. Log on to republictt.com and find out how easy it is to sign up today. Republic Bank, we're the one for you. Before the break, I put forward the notion that maybe some of us are actually grieving for all the things that we have lost and the real losses that we've had because of coronavirus and the state of the world that we're in. Now, I am going to share with you some remedies of how we can assist our team members as they continue to deal with this situation. So of course, the big word is the word compassion. We can offer compassion for people because we are all in this together. So at this point in time, when I speak to team members and really ask them what is going on, a lot of teams say, you know what, Maxine, before we start a program of work, we kind of have a little two minutes where we stop, we pause, and we check in with each other. And we give people a little bit of time so that we could be with them as they are in their homes, as it is that we recognize that some of us are in rotation, that some of us are out of office, and some of us are struggling. So this is a great example of how easy it is to be compassionate. Give people time so they can tell you how they feel, what they're coping with, 
before you actually go into the business of the day. Of course, that means that we need to listen and listen with our mouths closed and show up in empathy. So it's kind of like easy for me because I remember that I did go through all of the five stages. So it's easy for me to sit down and listen to people and to give them empathy because I have actually walked that path. So part of empathy is really saying, you know, if I stand in your shoes, how does it feel for me? So allow ourselves to stand in the shoes of others who are struggling and imagine what it's like. To counteract these feelings that are in the air, leaders are called upon in this time to have a spirit of optimism. Not false and blind optimism, not a Pollyanna can-do attitude, but optimism in terms of giving people hope. Yes, the offices are closed, and yes, as soon as things are better, we will reopen. And what are we looking forward to today? What is going to be the next step? What is our future, our sustainability? How do we keep that going? And one of the things that really helped me with optimism is having a spirit of gratitude. Yes, this time sucks. And what did I get out of it? I got closeness to my family. I got, um, I really was able to up my online tools. Even my typing is better, right? So just looking for the little, little, little things for which we could be eternally grateful because of this situation. A big part of Corona for me is the confusion between the physical distancing and the social distancing. We don't have to be socially distant. We need to connect differently. So that sense of connection and giving people that sense of belonging, belonging to a team, belonging to an organization is more critical than ever before. You know, we bandy around the word employee engagement all the time. And employee engagement really just means for me to create a sense of belonging for employees. So forget about engagement. Just think, how do I make this person know that he or she belongs to my team and is an important member of my team? And especially those people who are more introverted, especially those people who live alone, we need to create that sense of belonging, especially now at this point in time. The last point I wanna share with you is recognizing when it is that some people are beyond our help and when they need professional help. There are some people who are not just going through the random depression that all of us feel. There are some people in our teams who have been depressed for days, who have been depressed for months, and who may be needing a critical eye. We need to reach out to these people, and we need to refer these people to professional help, whether it's through our employees' assistance programs, or whether it is to therapeutic services. But there are some people and you would know who on your team who may be stuck in a state of depression. And these people we really need to look out for and reach out to them. So those are my tips basically on dealing with the mental health issues as it relates to that feeling of grief, which I said is one phenomenon that may be showing up for a lot of us in terms of the mental health issues we will be facing during Corona. I don't know what's happening in your team. Maybe you could drop me a line. Maybe you could ask a question if you have a question about this or anything else that I've shared about or a general question on leadership. Just send me a note on my website, maxineatong.com. I'll be really happy to one, address it on the show and two, definitely send you a note back. So thank you for listening. My intention with this program is to light your leadership spark so that together we can bring real change 
to the systems that we live, work, and exist within. Thank you again for listening. Tune in every Wednesday at approximately 6.35 p.m. for Leadership Unlearned with your host, Maxine Atong, as she invites you to suspend all that you believe and know about leadership. We challenge you to take this unlearning journey with us as we reframe leadership for our reality and to serve our vision as Caribbean people. For more information, follow Maxine Atong on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Maxine Atong or call 724-7642.